In the grand scheme of things, I, I can't complain. 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 Who's gonna complain? Huh? Him? I'm gonna sit here and complain. I woke up in a good mood today, but it didn't last long. It's the I Can't Complain podcast. My name is John. I woke up today and I thought I was going to hit up the open mic, the only one in town on a Thursday, and they canceled it. They were tired of seeing my ass. They said this guy's been showing up week after week. We're tired of putting up with him. We're canceling it. And I get it. That venue has more important things to do. They have comedy showcases. They have actual acts booked. Open mics not on the top of their priority list. But at the same time, I'm someone that sticks to a schedule. I'm a man who will drive through a foot of snow to get something done on Christmas Day. I don't take days off. There's a reason we're here each and every Tuesday. And you can complain. You can say, hey, your episodes aren't long enough. Why are you only doing 20 minutes? It's because you guys don't actually want more than 20 minutes. You might think you do, but you really don't. I was listening to a show this morning. I don't know what the hell it was. I'd never seen it before and I'll never see it again. Because one of the hosts on there was talking about just coming in and failing an hour. Like, we're just going to blast out an hour of bullshit. I try very hard not to blast out an hour of bullshit on here. I like to call it the Netflix effect. It's when you give someone creative control and suddenly you go from 40-minute episodes to hour episodes. And before you know it, you're watching an hour and 20-minute Ozark episode that should have been edited down to 35 fucking minutes. In most cases, it's not commendable that you can take 15 minutes worth of material and stretch it into four hours. It's really not. Say what you've got to say and leave me alone. And I guess in some cases they have obligations to sponsors to where they have to elongate their program. That's like a fucking radio mentality though. We're not doing radio here. And don't get me wrong, I'm a big fan of radio. I mean, it's fucking dead. It's been killed off. All that's left on radio is fucking right-wing talk and sports talk. Yeah, that's real original. That's real fun. Isn't that fun? Let's just tune in and listen to fucking Sean Hannity for four hours every afternoon. I'd slip my wrist before I did that. It's almost like some of these podcasters escaped radio just to treat podcasting just like radio. Like, oh, we have to do a BetterHelp ad 35 minutes into the program today. Ugh. Don't you understand that I don't have time for therapy, even if it is over the telephone, because you're wasting all of my time. You're doing a two-hour show that could easily be condensed down into 15 minutes. And if it's a live show, I understand people move in and out. That's a little different. But if you're just dropping podcast episodes that are three or four hours long every single day, what do you expect me to do? Do you expect us to quit our jobs, leave our families, and just shack up in a motel and spend all afternoon listening to your show every single day? What do you want from me? Goddamn, you're in a bad mood today. How about if you don't like it, you don't listen to it? What are you doing, Jessica? Why are my knees so hot? I got the burn barrel going. She's been using a burn barrel for three weeks in a row on the show here, guys. She lives like a hobo now. Do you mind if I rummage through your closet for some flannels? I don't really have any flannels, but you can take a look if you want to take a look. Thanks a lot, asshole. Why are you in such a bad mood? I'm in a bad mood because I saw a rainbow earlier. Was it pretty? Yeah, I guess it was kind of pretty. Not as pretty as the rainbows in Russia. Have you ever seen a pure Russian rainbow before? No, I haven't seen a pure Russian rainbow before. How's that? What's that? How is that different than a, a good old American rainbow? Pure Russian rainbow. At the end of the rainbow, instead of a pot of gold, there's a two-liter jug of pure Russian rainwater. Oh, that'd be cool. That that's nice. Sure as hell beats a pot of gold. Probably. I saw this rainbow earlier, guys, and I thought about trying to find the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. I was pretty close. 
I had triangulated the position of the end of the rainbow, and I figured it would take about 10 or 15 minutes to drive over there, but I decided not to. Oh, because of the leprechaun tax? Yeah, that leprechaun tax will get you. You find a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, suddenly the leprechaun's wanting 40% of it, the government's coming after you for 45% of it. You've got family members coming out of the woodwork that you've never heard of in your entire life. They want a cut. You're in a different tax bracket and suddenly finding a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow is not as good as it sounds like. And to be honest with you guys, I just didn't feel like putting up with a leprechaun today. There's some sneaky bastards. I didn't have the patience to deal with a leprechaun and I don't need a pot of gold. I drive a Honda Civic. I know it wouldn't fit in there. I'd probably have to rent a truck with a trailer on it just to bring the pot of gold home. It's just... It goes to show you, even when something sounds so good, I tell you that there's a pot of gold at the end of a rainbow. It sounds so good on paper until you start to realize that you're going to have to pay taxes, you're going to have to rent a trailer, and you're going to be fucked if you find a pot of gold. My advice is, if you see a rainbow, turn around and just drive the other direction. Plus, it's not that hard to imagine a situation where the leprechaun gives you the pot of gold and then he's leaning on you, borrowing 20 bucks every time you turn around, the leprechaun's at your door. Asking you, hey, let me get 40. I'd say, fuck you, but then I'm on the bad side of a leprechaun. You don't want to cross a leprechaun. So don't chase pots of gold. That's my advice. I did wake up this afternoon for about 15 minutes. I had a moment of clarity, and I realized most of the people that live around me here in North Carolina, these are some unattractive son of a bitches. And I'm not talking about their personality. I'm not into personality. I'm into appearance, goddammit. We've got, to paraphrase George Carlin, We've got a bunch of ugly motherfuckers walking around this son of a bitch. It's true. I haven't seen a good-looking woman in a week. Do you know what that does to a man's spirit? I haven't seen a good-looking man in three weeks. And I'm not saying that I look great. That's not what I'm saying. But I expect to just come across a few beautiful people at some point in my life. Jesus Christ. I don't know how much inbreeding has to occur... For a population of this size, there's like a million people in this area. They must be inbred to fuck because I can't find a beautiful person to save my life. It really is like the opposite of like South Beach in Miami or San Diego or Southern California. It's the opposite of that. I'm pretty sure that there are people that have sustained third degree burns over a majority of their body that live in Southern California that are more beautiful than anybody that lives around here and you won't convince me otherwise. I don't know what Miss Carolina looks like. Miss North Carolina, I don't know what she looks like. But you could easily convince me that she looks worse than a caveman who just learned how to use tools last week. Someone who just mastered fire, has never looked in a mirror or combed their hair in their life. I'm pretty sure that they could beat Miss North Carolina in a beauty contest for all I know. We've got horribly disfigured individuals running around out here like they look like Cleopatra. And... To be honest with you, it's all relative, so maybe they do. Hey, I found a flannel, man. I'm going to go back under the desk. Do you have any wood scraps or shavings that I can take with me? No, I don't have any wood scraps or wood shavings that you can take with you. It's hot as hell outside. Why are you even burning in a burn barrel? I got to cook dinner, man. I went down to the lake and I caught a few fish earlier. I told you not to fish out of that lake. It's horribly polluted, Jessica. No, nah, it doesn't deter me, man. I boil it in pure Russian rainwater. It kills off all impurities. That doesn't sound scientific at all, but what do I know, Jessica? Do you want any fish? Yes, I want some fish. What else? Hawaii. The body count's now over 100 that have been killed due to the wildfires. 
Evidently, over 1,000 people in Hawaii are still missing. Most people heard this news, and they grieved for the possible victims. That's not how I took it. I heard that 1,000 people were missing, and I said, good for them. Because likely, a few people out of those 1,000 have elected to walk away from their lives and start over. For some people, before the smoke even filled the air, when the first ember touched the first blade of grass... They were sitting at home. They were looking at their credit card bills. They looked into the living room. They saw little Susie and little Jenny running around in there. And they never liked their kids too much. And they told their wife, I'm going out for a pack of smokes. I'll be back in an hour. And guess what? They didn't come back after an hour. And it's not because the fire killed them. They're going to go down as a missing person. But what they really are, they're a man who escaped from their life. That's what's really going on here. We've got a lot of people who have decided that's enough for me. I'm checking out. Not permanently, I'm just checking out of Hawaii, I'm going to the mainland, and I'm going to live in the woods, so good luck finding me. Your fish is ready. God damn, you boiled the hell out of this. It's not even recognizable as food anymore. Yeah, well eat up, man, until I find a pot of gold at the end of a rainbow, this is all we have. Evidently, it's dinner time. See you guys later. Bye. Netflix is ending its DVD by mail service. And evidently, they're sending out bonus DVDs. Users are going to get up to 10 extra bonus discs mailed to them without consent in the very near future. God knows what you'll get. It might be pornography or it might be cartoons, but one way or another, you're getting bonus DVDs. Netflix says you won't know what you're getting until they arrive in your mailbox. For anybody who survived the great anthrax scare post 9-11, this is terrifying. You don't know what you're getting in the mail. Maybe the next Tucker fucking Carlson or Rush Limbaugh. I think you could. It could be a Hollywood masterpiece or it could be a triple X rated pornography. Nobody knows. I think you could. It's a little misleading, though, because when I originally read the story, it makes it sound like they're liquidating their DVDs because they're not useful to the company anymore. Evidently, you're required to still mail them back. What are they doing with all these DVDs? That's a bitch move, though. Like, enjoy your free DVDs, but we are going to need these back. You don't get to keep them. Thank you for 25 years of business, but you're not getting anything for free. We're Netflix. Where our shows waste your time, they're way too long, and as soon as the show picks up some momentum and starts to get popular, we're going to cancel it because we're not going to pay the actors and actresses. Well, evidently, there's a new popular country song. Every time I turn around, they want me to listen to a new country song. Too much. I feel like this is just a summer of obligations. They want me to listen to this music. They want me to see Oppenheimer. They want me to see the Barbie movie. I have to clear my schedule completely just to fit it all in. I don't have time for all of this. God damn, you're in a bad mood. Can I offer you a plate of baked beans to help you get through this? I would like a plate of baked beans, Jessica. Thank you. Did you cook these? Yeah, man, I heated them up on the burn barrel myself. And here's a can of pure Russian rainwater. Thank you, Jessica. Oh, that's good. Do you love me? Do I love you? We just met a couple of minutes ago. For all I know, you might be a pot-smoking, jaded, wild-eyed, radical dropout. I am a pot-smoking, jaded, wild-eyed, radical dropout. I love you. Damn.